All right, Flavor family, it is time for one of your favorite segments and ours. Yay, I'm so excited. This is where we get a chance to kind of kind of peel back the curtain a little bit. You get a look at the news cycle through the lens of a professional news producer. Somebody that kind of shows you, hey, this is what they're saying, but like, here's why, and here's why they're spinning it that way. So, so we're going to break it all down. She's a former Fox News uh, producer, Newsmax, Major League Baseball. Uh, she's the executive producer of The Absolute Truth with Emerald Robinson, and she is the host of the Brianna Morello show, the one, the only Brianna Morello. Yay! Hey. David and Spacio, it's a pleasure to be with you. Welcome. We're so excited. Oh my gosh, there is so much going on in the news, big topics, and going through your Twitter feed, it was like, oh my gosh. And and pumped <laughs> because this week we've been excited. You had the release of your first episode of the Brianna Morello show. And it was huge success. Like, like it literally was kind of viral. I don't know what yeah. I don't know what determines viral or not, where a boat becomes a ship or you know that kind of thing. You're like, close to half a million views on all the different platforms. That yeah. is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who would have known? Uh, people don't like Fox News, and so whenever you can out them, <laughs> people are all on board with it these days. Who would have thought? Um, True. I know who would have thought. Um, but we make a great we make a great duo. Obviously, flyover conservatives and me. So this is this is a, a victory for all of us at this point. So let's all celebrate. It's just- oh, it's so exciting. Okay, so Flyover family, go to uh, Um, Make sure you're following her on Twitter, and then go to Rumble, and it's the Brianna Murillo Show on Rumble. Go there. Make sure you subscribe. Share this with others, because the episode you did last week was hot. You have some more coming out this week. It's exciting. Should e- emails and things, exchanges, you know, of, of why you left Fox and how and, and who's who in the zoo. You get into pronouns and everything else that's involved in there that mm-hmm. people would very excited to see what just just like in like 10 seconds what's the sneak peek for this week what's coming Ooh, this week is good um we have an update on the brianna taylor uh situation um her ex-boyfriend's on the run sadly after uh a 13 year old child was killed um mm. and in, in the same home that he was at and and then we have fbi whistleblower uh steve friend also joining us too as well and he's Boom. talking about the weaponized federal government so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a hot one that will right. be hot. All right, let's kick over some rocks in the in the current <laughs> current news cycle yes. here. All right, so let's start with your very first tweet this week uh, that we're going to be talking about, which is, what are the odds these betas all end up in the D.C. gulag? So from Citizen Free Press, uh, talk about this. What What's going on here? Yeah, so we saw some... They keep calling them pro-Palestine uh, protesters. We're just going to go pro-Hamas protesters. Uh, entered the Capitol. They even, you know, disrupted, I believe it was a Senate confirmation hearing that was going on at the time. Um, and they're obviously protesting. They're, they uh, don't like Israel. Uh, they don't like anyone who stands with Israel. They are clearly standing with the individuals who, uh, the terrorists, I should say, who um, invaded Israel. Mm kidnapped women, kidnapped children, raped them, uh, murdered them, uh, just gruesome, gruesome, gruesome behavior. Um, and, and those are the people who they're siding with. So these aren't people that you and I would normally associate ourselves with. Um, and in a fair society, all of them would probably end up on a FBI watch list for potential terrorism. Um, but of course, uh, that's not likely going to happen. And uh, although that 300 of them were arrested for trespassing, you could expect uh, Matthew Graves' office to probably not prosecute them to the extent that J6ers were. Oh, my gosh. That's no. so sad. That uh, is so yeah. sad. I, I think, I think people are very aware and, and also frustrated with the two-tier justice system we yes. have in this country. You know, And it's all how you identify. I guarantee if something crazy ever happens to me, I'm, 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 I'm transitioning to a Democrat <laughs> on the spot. 
I'll pull well, you out. Well, you don't know that it would ever happen I'm going to pull out, I'm with her, Hillary's shirt or something, you know, when they, before they cuff me and haul me off to the gulag. I'll be like, I'm going to go with you, man. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm a communist. Yeah. It's got to stick on the same story here on your next uh, tweet we got here. Rashida Tlaib proudly uh, did the dirty work for Hamas yesterday. Um, this was a fascinating story because you, you go back to a million police shootings or different things you see in our, our cycles here in the news. There's an event that happened. There's initial responses, and then more facts come out, mm-hmm. and then people just sort of stick with the narrative that serves them best, regardless of what happens as as the facts come out. This is relating to the the bombing, the bombing, the, the that happened at the hospital. Can you break this down for us? Yeah. So it didn't make sense uh, initially. They were trying to um, people in Gaza were trying to pin um, a bombing at a hospital or an airstrike. I think this is how they originally reported it on Israel. Um, obviously, Israel is very strategic when they do their airstrikes uh, and they give warning to clear the buildings because they're just looking to to demolish anything where Hamas will be conducting, um, you know, sending rockets out of or, or just housing, any of that stuff. They want to just get rid of anything that Hamas uses. So that's what they're doing, right? So it didn't make any sense when they were trying to, to, to pin the alleged uh, bombing of a hospital with over 500 reported deaths to what they said. I mean, we still haven't seen uh, any of these dead bodies that they continue to say. And we all know in this war, you, you will mm-hmm. see the pictures of the bodies. So we haven't seen any evidence that this even occurred. Um, but, you know, Rashida Tlaib, uh, Ilhan Omar, these are all people who side with Hamas and they think that they are uh, in the right. And um, so they echoed what would be considered Hamas propaganda without vetting any of it, which is extremely mm-hmm. reckless when you are a mm-hmm. U.S. Congress member. Um, and we saw what happened right before this was even uh, vetted. They echoed that. And then all across the Middle East, that was used to kind of fuel protesters. And we saw uh, embassies all across the Middle East uh, either get attacked or protests were held outside of them because people legitimately thought that this was something that occurred. Fast forward, it looks like Hamas, which is obviously uh, not a well-organized uh, t- a group of terrorists, uh, missed somehow their rocket shot into a hospital parking lot. That's kind of what it looks like as of right now. I mean, we're still kind of gray in the area, but we know that Israel had no had no say in any of this. And so uh, it's concerning, yes, that they did this. I reached out to uh, uh, Rashid Tlaib's office for comment. You know, I wanted to know, like, did they yeah. vet it? Did they even try to vet this? Um, and of course, uh, they didn't respond. Rashida Tlaib was too busy crying in front of the, the Capitol and pretending like Hamas and those in Gaza are the real victims uh, in all of this. But um, listen, there was a terrorist attack that happened just a couple of weeks ago, and, and we're still missing Americans, and we're still missing people who uh, from even other countries who were just in Israel during the attacks. And so those are the true victims in this. I, I don't mm-hmm. really see any of these other people as victims. Sadly, they're being used as human shields, which yeah. they also yep. fail to, to say. Um, but it's just this entire mess situation. Unfortunately, though, we have congressional members who side with terrorists. And, and Joe Biden's now siding with them, too. I don't know if you guys saw, but Joe Biden, after leaving Israel, said he's giving $100 million to Gaza for humanitarian aid. Um, but we all know what happens to that money. Yeah. He never makes it to the people. It becomes no. bombs. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was interesting in that letter that you um, had sent to um, her office, you said, is the congresswoman aware by echoing these false claims she put our embassies and other Americans at risk? And you said, um, is she prepared to apologize for for spewing fake news? 
Those are great questions, great with, question. with, with no response. No response. Because what do you say to it? You know, she's she's a woman who is fueled off of hate. She does not love this country. She hates this country. She wants to change it completely. And and she she doesn't like Jews. I mean, there's no other way to, to put it. She does not like them. Uh, she's one of the many people who just believe that Israel shouldn't exist. There's no only one side is is preaching for for coexistence, and it's and it's not the side that she represents. So um, there's not much you could you could say back in a statement to me um, right. after getting caught pushing Hamas terrorist propaganda. So that's the reason why they don't respond to stuff like that. You know, as a congresswoman, there should be consequences for that. Yeah, there should be. Normally there would be, yeah, but um, uh, different times, I guess. I don't I don't understand how this happens. All right, so next tweet. Uh, notice how this journalist can't even make eye contact with Pierre. How do you pronounce his last name? Polyver. Gosh, Gosh it's French. Yeah, I don't even whatever it that. is. We'll go say with, it with we'll a French accent. Yeah. Pierre Polyver. Exactly. It He's gripping cool. onto his notes. This is such a great clip, by the way. Someone likely wrote this out for him. He's not speaking to him as a journalist. He's just a warm body following orders. Okay, Flyover family, if you haven't seen this, you got to check it's this gold. clip out. Um, on the on the topic, I mean, in terms of your sort of strategy currently, you're obviously taking the populist uh, pathway. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> well, ap- appealing appealing to people's uh, more emotional levels, I would guess. Um, I mean, what certainly, you mean certainly, you, certainly you tap certainly you tap uh, very strong ideological language quite frequently. Like what? Uh, left wing, you know, this and that, right wing, you know, I mean, it's that, that type I of ideological thing. About, I never really talk about left but or right. Anyways, a lot I of don't pe- really believe in that. Okay. A lot of people would, would say that you're simply taking a page out of the Donald Trump uh, well, book. Like which people would say that? Well, I'm sure a great many Canadians, but... Like who? <laughs> I don't know who, but... Well, you're um, the one who asked the question, so yeah. I, you must know somebody. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm sure there's some out there, but anyways, the, the point say. of this the point of this question is, I mean, why should why should Canadians trust you with their vote, given you know, not not just the sort of ideological inclination in terms of taking the page of Donald Trump's book, but what are you also, talking about? What page? What page? Can you give okay. me a page? Give me the page. You keep <laughs> in, saying in terms that. in terms of tur- turning things quite dramatically in terms of of Trudeau and and the left wing and all of this. I mean, you 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 make quite a you know it's it's quite a play that you make on it. So I'm I'm not just sure. I don't under, I don't know what your question okay. is. Okay, then forget that. Why should Canadians trust you with their vote? Common sense. Okay. Common sense for for a change. We're going to make common sense common in this country. We don't have. Any common sense in the current government. You know, the guy prints $600 billion, grows our money supply by 32% in three years. That's growing the money eight times faster than the economy. No wonder we have the worst inflation in four decades. I'm going to cap spending, cut waste so that we can balance the budget and bring down inflation and interest rates. You'll want to be able to pay your mortgage again. You want to be able to afford rent. Then you have to vote for Pierre Polyev because I'm the only one with a common sense plan that will bring back the buying power of your patron. Oh my gosh. He's so good. It's almost like watching a grown up, like, you know, a dad with his son, the son's like five and the dad has his hand on his head and the kid's like, you know, trying to punch him and that is kind of standing there with your hand on his head. It's like, he's eating an apple. (laughs) But but break down though, break down though exactly what happened though. Cause he, he forced him to actually ask the question without, without statements woven into it. 
And he just yeah. kept negating those until eventually he had a question. Yeah, it was like a drive-by shooting and the suspect was chewing on an apple the whole time. It was pretty interesting <laughs> to watch to take place. Um, I mean, that guy got completely slaughtered and rightfully so, right? So they sit there and they make all these claims like, oh – you, you, you like infuriate both sides or, or you, you, you get, you, you pull out emotional strings, whatever he said. I mean, it was all just garbage, but it's, it's typical corporate media, media uh, rhetoric. And they try to spin it as if, you know, he's a hateful person. I've seen a couple of his speeches when, when he's speaking on the floor and he's not really hateful. He's just kind of common sense, you know, and, and mm-hmm. like he said, common sense just isn't so common these days. And that's the problem that we're having here as well in North America. Uh, it's, it's going on both sides, I guess. Uh, but I mean, what you just saw there was just him just saying the basics. Like, like, mm-hmm. wh- how are you saying? And you, the guy's not even look. He's literally gripping onto his notes, looking down, can't even look up, give him contact, eye contact. And he's just like so afraid of having to even address him. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I love every moment of it. And he wasn't even aggressive about it. He was just simply saying support, support what you're saying. And he couldn't do so. Uh, it's a common theme around here these days. We see it all the time. Unfortunately, though, politicians just let it slide, and we shouldn't be letting it slide. Man, I, it was interesting. David uh, retweeted it, and I saw Laura Logan had tweeted this out as well, or whatever you call it now. Do you call it exiting it out? I don't know. What, whatever, whatever they call it now. Stick with the tweet. The, yeah. The, ex- yeah, exactly. the exodus. Uh, whatever it is. But it, it was interesting because um, – they were talking about them not being real journalists. That guy's not a real journalist. He's just, this is this is what you say. These are the rhetoric. This are the things. And he got called on it, and he couldn't stand up against it. I mean, it was that was a beautiful, beautiful presentation there by Pierre. No, not, no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. It was one of the best. And by the way, your producer Colton just put up um, something very, very important, which was the award that I won from Cheryl Atkinson uh, for my journalism. Um, and that's because... <laughs> I, too, make people feel very uncomfortable, but it's with the questions that they don't want you to ask. And so that's why uh, Cheryl Atkinson provided me with that honor. And, yes, it is an honor. So uh, good job, Colin. Thanks for the plug. Yes. Okay, so break this down more. What is the story behind this? Yeah, so Cheryl um, is giving out – well, she was giving out an award to journalists, and I I just kind of threw the absolute truth's name into the pot, um, and I highlighted our reporting that we've done with the J6ers. So, um, you know, uniquely the J6 coverage that we've been doing is something that a lot of other journalists can't do in the corporate media. You mm-hmm. have to like steer clear of all of it. And so, although that's horrible, um, from my perspective, it's been great because I get to tell the stories that everybody mm-hmm. else is afraid to share. And I'm talking to people that normally wouldn't get the time of day to speak with a journalist from like an actual independent, um, like standpoint. So mm-hmm. I'm able to ask them the questions that matter. I'm able to cover it authentically and, and not have to go off of DOJ press releases. So um, Cheryl was kind enough to review all the work that Emerald and I have done on it. And then she provided me this lovely award. So thank you, Cheryl Atkinson. We love you. Oh, that is awesome. And, and she is not, not, it was the last of a dying breed, but she is mm-hmm. uh, that, yeah. that generation of what I consider real journalist, the Laura Logan type yes. of, of crowd that actually investigate and mm-hmm. dig into things and ask questions and like yourself, put in FOIA requests and send, you know, yeah. uh, Congress Legit. people questions and say, Hey, you know, you're going to answer this or not. That's so, for sure. Yeah. Good yeah. stuff. All right. Move on to this next one. Uh, U S attorney, Matt Graves is evil. Um, it's kind of a long tweet. We got it on the screen. Um, let's kind of just have you just break this down here and, and share with us exactly what is this and who is Matt Graves and why is he evil? Yeah, so this is my opening monologue into uh, this week's podcast. Um, but it's about Matthew Graves, who is the U.S. attorney in D.C. 
Uh, he has been targeting J6ers. He's targeting their families, going after them. Um, and, and now we've seen something that's just completely disturbing. Um, the Proud Boys who were charged, prosecuted, ridiculously prosecuted. I mean, there's just no other way to describe it. Uh, they, they did legal gymnastics and manipulated laws so that they could hold these people, uh, to what they would claim accountable, but it's not accountable at all. Most of them weren't even like Enrique Tarrio, who's on your screen right there, weren't even there that day. Um, they went above and beyond to prosecute them. And then individuals like Tario, who weren't even there that day, were sentenced to 22 years in prison wow. based on text messages that he sent. Uh, and his text messages were just to friends and it's like guys talking. It's nothing, it's nothing serious. But when you pull it out of context, the DOJ in front of a DC jury can do, can say and get away with anything, uh, because they, they aren't deep thinkers and they're also really biased. Uh, the juries in DC. And, and so they were able to get a conviction and the DOJ initially asked for 33 years in prison, guys, 33 years in prison. And then Judge Timothy Kelly turned around and gave them 22 years. Just, uh, the DOJ gave him 22 years in prison, uh, Enrique Tario. And, Sad. uh, the DOJ is like, that's not enough. We want more. And so they're, they're appealing this and it's disturbing, um, entirely. It's upsetting because he's done nothing wrong. Uh, he's a young man who now, um, if there's no Republicans with guts who, who end up in the executive branch, he might spend 22 years in prison. And uh, there's no reason for it. In D.C., they have more empathy. The prosecutor's office has more empathy for rapists, murderers, uh, all these other horrific people. But for somebody who has different political views, uh, they yeah. come at them full force and want to lock them away. The worst crime yeah. you can commit in America is a thought crime mm-hmm. that's yeah. aligned to your politics. Period. Yeah. That is yeah. that's the worst thing that you could be in America is a free thinker. And to disagree, yeah. and you're, you're going to suffer more penalties for not aligning ideologically with those in power, which is a very scary place it to be. It is a scary place. It is, yeah. All right. Well, last tweet, uh, you say more of this, please. And we have to watch this video because it is DeSantis once Hamas supporters deported from the United States. So check this out. And as I'm looking at those protests and those demonstrations in these cities, where these people are cheering Hamas, who has beheaded infants, uh, raped women, assassinated elderly people. The barbarism is the most disgusting thing I've seen. You look at ISIS, you look at Al-Qaeda, I don't think they went to this depth for what Hamas is doing. So we have people that are cheering that. And my view is, is nobody has a right to come to this country. And if you don't like this country, then you should get out of this country. You should not be allowed to come here in the in the first place uh, if you don't share the values of the United States of America. And I think we've allowed people to come in illegally who reject our values, but I think we've also allowed people to come legally who reject our values. And if we don't have any, any type of common currency that ties us together as a people, uh, this country's just not going to succeed. So yes, I'd be, I'd be strong on, on legal immigration to make sure that we're vetting people that are coming in. And the only reason to have people come in is because it benefits the United States of America and our people. It's not because you have an entitlement as a foreign citizen to come in. Mm. So Brown, I want to kind of break down what, what he said that you liked. And I also want to give this context for our listeners. I know a lot of people are like, Everything when there's a, a Trump DeSantis, you know, primary, you know, you, you kind of make an allegiance and it's like, well, everything's good this way or that way. I, I like to take it in context of like, hey, 
did I or did I not like what he said in that moment? Mm-hmm. He's the governor of Florida. He's come out on the right side on lots of issues. And we got to celebrate people saying the right thing, especially right now where people are landing in all kinds of weird places. But I, I'm interested to get your take on this and kind of break it down because you are a Floridian also. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm when it comes to the 2024 race, I'm all about supporting policies. And so uh, I strongly support this. Right. We have people who have been gifted and blessed with the ability to live in yep. this country, whether they were uh, born here or whether they were allowed legal entry into our country, mm-hmm. or even if they were allowed illegal entry into our country and we're not sending them back to their country, right? Like that's still a blessing that we've allowed you, even though you've unlawfully have entered our country, that we've allowed you to stay here. And so you would think that there'd be some degree of appreciation, respect, um, and just uh, thankfulness that we have so kindly extended our arms and allowed you to come here. Uh, unfortunately, though, people that come from these countries have really just proven that they don't like us. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not here because they they want to be here. They're here to change us fu- fundamentally. And we need to reject that completely, right? We need to tell them, you came into our country. We're not changing. Um, we strongly do not support Hamas terrorists. That needs to be said. Uh, and we need to outline a plan yep. to get rid of anyone who does support uh, Hamas terrorists. Because like the governor just detailed, the, the crimes that these people have committed, we haven't seen any other terrorist group really commit. And so mm-hmm. we're really entering uncharted territories right now. And um, I'm really upset that I uh, love our Constitution. And I do believe that they should be able to get out in the streets and protest if they like to peacefully. But... Um, in a fair society, when our own federal government is gathering the names and of parents who are showing up to board meetings, right. in a fair society, we'd be gathering mm-hmm. their names and we'd be investigating them and preparing them for deportation because obviously um, they're the ones with the hatred in their in their hearts who are going to commit terrorist acts on our soil. So, like, mm-hmm. if they ever had the opportunity to quickly turn against us, they would. And oh, yeah. I strongly mm-hmm. believe that. They, they aren't there because they love this country. They're there because they hate us. And that's yep. the difference between other protests that we've seen in the past. I can understand if we just kind of fundamentally disagreed on policy a little bit with this, but it's not that. Uh, one side uh, wants to coexist. The other side just wants to completely annihilate an yeah. yep. entire country. And we can't support that at all. Totally agree with that. Such such a good point, and and it is important that we stand. I and I really like what DeSantis had to say about this. Yep. I think it is important, and we need people that are not wishy washy, but they're saying no, this is right, this is wrong. And I really like the stance he took on this. Same, yeah, yeah. When he does good, we need to say good. Yep, I love it. We know yeah. we need more of that because there, you know, honestly, there are so few people that are doing something good. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous, you know. Um, especially, you know, we I give I give a harder time to the rhinos than mm-hmm. I do the Democrats on a daily basis because they make me th- the most frustrated and uh, almost nauseous in, in, in the way that they operate. So mm-hmm. I totally, agree. I like it when he does good stuff. Yep. Brianna, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate and, your and time. Congratulations on yes. the launch of your new show. It is, it, I, I hoped it would go well. We prayed it was going to go well. I know what's in your mind and the way you can articulate complex things. And I knew people were going to love it. Half a million views on your first show. Woo. That's, not that's, too bad. That's, no. That's really, really good. I know people are excited to hear more. Well, David and Stacey, it's a pleasure, obviously, to always be on your show, but it's even a greater pleasure to partner with the both of you and kind of get your guidance on all of this. And I'm just so thankful for the both of you. And and we're we're really excited to be moving forward with this. 
That's great. Okay, Flavor Family, go to briannamarillo.com. Make sure you follow her on Twitter, but also go to Rumble. Yep. Go to The Brianna Marillo Show on Rumble. Make sure you subscribe and share. Check out her last episodes and the ones coming out. She does such an incredible job. Comes Thanks out punching. Again. Yes, it's amazing, as always. Thanks again, Brianna. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they are the only one. We are here to defend democracy. The misinformation poses a threat to our nation's health. Climate change is an emergency. Democratic socialism. Codified. Everyone's right to choose. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, our military, and first responding heroes. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to PatriotMobile.com forward slash flyover or call 878-PATRIOT. That's PatriotMobile.com forward slash flyover or call 878-PATRIOT. Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Kiss those days goodbye with slippers from MyPillow.com. How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment? Causing you pain in your neck every single night. You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hard wood floors hurting your old bones? No more with a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. All right, let's get our stuff together here. Hi, I'm David White. <laughs> if we can skip the hi, my name's David part, because that's where I got it tend to derail. Hi. <laughs> but I did good. See, look. First thing says, say your name. Say your name, David White. Have you been wondering what to do with the spare time you have on Saturday mornings? Have I got a way for you to fill that time? Not cleaning your garage, folding your laundry, or doing something with yourself. Filling your head with worthless information about what may or may not have happened 5,000 years ago. Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or about chemtrails in the sky? Or have you ever had a friend at, at school talk to you about friend at school? <laughs> <laughs> Some days when you're sitting there with your lunch pail and you're talking to your friend at school, they, they bring up your flat earth, you think it's a flat I don't know if your flat earth is flat or not. I don't know alligators are angry because they got all those teeth and no toothbrush. And it's all true. And we talk about it every Saturday. <laughs> we talk about Rubik's Cubes and stuff. <laughs> we like to have conversations with people that have made documentaries, written books. Oh, this is terrible. I can like feel myself hating watching this later. Okay, give me a swoosh. Let's do this thing for real this time. I got a show for you. <laughs> my, hang on, my, my eyes red now? 
You won't be able to tell in there. Peter can fix it. He can run it through a filter. Can he run it through the Brad Pitt filter and get rid of the, my red eye? Oh, I'm probably doing the world a disservice. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.